standing up in McKinney. This is According to Callus, coming to you on <laughs> October the 10th, 2023. XX for you ladies out there, that means it's Real Woman's Day, apparently. And it is episode 505, Texas Tuesday. That's right. <clears throat> Let's talk about what's going on in Texas. Well, in case you haven't heard, the Attorney General was found <laughs> not worthy of being impeached, or at least not found guilty. The uh, Senate said, uh, yeah, there's no there there. We're moving on. The Texas House, however, well, now they got to deal with a very disappointed Attorney General. And their team is apparently looking for a few good men and women to run against the uh, people that, well, quite frankly, tried to disemploy Ken Paxton as our Attorney General. Uh, based on the premises that he's a bad man, he's done all these terrible things, for which they had no evidence. Not sure how that works, but uh, the Texas House reps assured me that they saw evidence, so they had to put it forth to a trial, essentially. And the Senate, well, yeah, they weren't convinced. So now, now we get to look forward to a whole lot of interesting races in the primary. All right, for one, they're very interested to see how this is all going to play out, and I'm sure we'll have plenty of updates. Stay tuned. I'm not going to spend much more time on that tonight. I'm sure we'll have plenty of time between now and March. However, I do want to let you all know the Texas Independence Conference is coming up on the 9th of November in Waco, Texas. Uh, they've even given me a special code to share with you all out in my listening audience. Up to 20% off of the cost of the conference. There is a... Uh, Link that'll be on my social medias. I encourage you, if you are in Texas, if you are interested, if you'd just like to know because you're curious about Texit, what that means, you should go find it. Go to my uh, social media of choice at According to Callis. And then I am I have a website. I'll make sure I pop it up on there as well. Uh, i got to be honest, that website's very static, but does post every new show and uh I, I think it's worth your time and worth your effort to check it out. I mean, even even if you're not sure, if you have your concerns, why not hear from the people behind it? The Texas Nationalist Movement has been working on this for like 20 years plus. They've got a couple of books out on the subject. They have a wealth of information. Maybe it doesn't sell you, but at least you need to be open to the idea that we, the people, deserve a vote. That is the biggest thing that I have been bringing up time and time again on my Texas Tuesday and most of the Texas Tuesday uh, shows. We, the people, we have a right to be heard. If the Texas legislature is too cowardly to take action, that's fine. At least give us the vote. Now, you can ignore the vote because, heck, he ignores us all the time, but at least give us the vote. There's an opportunity to put it on the ballot in the primary to just get a vote out of the Republican primary voters. It's not that hard. It's not binding, but we will see. In any case, check it out. You can go to HTTPS colon slash slash Texas or I'm sorry, texitconference.com slash callous and then one more slash. The links, as I said, will be all over my social media between now and then. 
Uh, I'd love to see you come and join us. It should be rather interesting. Certainly probably going to be the second biggest conference I've ever been to after the uh, Texas State Republican Party uh, convention. And hopefully this will be a lot more fun. (laughs) All right. Uh, We've talked about the the big news, right? I was at the uh, Collin County Republican Party uh, executive committee meeting last night. Uh, There was a little bit of prep time, mostly mental prep time that required me to miss the episode yesterday. I do apologize to that. I'm sure that I'll have plenty to talk about concerning the events leading up to and including uh, last night uh, at a later time. I'm going to, I'm going to take a pause on that. Indeed, being that this is a late show and it's a day late on top of it, I want to be very cognizant of that. I'm going to probably end up having to keep it short just because, you know, life doesn't stop. You all out there have things that go on in your lives, as do I. Sometimes uh, that real life, the IRL, gets in the way of the things we would rather be doing on the social media or uh, (laughs) in the virtual world. Well, this show is really neither, however, it is a passion project and a passion project that does not net me any money. So, it has to take a back seat to the real life of job and family. And, you know, I love it and I do everything I can to be here five times a week. But boy, sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. So I apologize. We're going to we're gonna uh, get through the next couple of days, do the best we can, and uh, be more uh, cognizant of the time that we have and invest it in coming up with good show material. So for the rest of today, I just want to let you know, it's become increasingly apparent to me as an observer that the idea there, there's still a lingering idea, some within my party, some within my sphere of Conf- uh, hmm, hmm. confidence. Yeah, that's the word I want to use. My sphere of confidence or even my sphere of influence, they actually believe that the United States is uh, still in some kind of special status and that we are morally and physically obligated to protect the entire world. And while I am sympathetic to that point of view and while I, uh, I must admit that I feel drawn to agree with them. The, the sad fact is we're not able to take care of our own. We're not able to take care of our own business. How in the world do we see that it's a good idea to stick our nose into a war between warring factions of um, Ukraine and Russia? How in the world do we think that we're going to be able to make a significant difference than the 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 latest dust up dust wow the latest dust up between uh islamists and uh the israelis i mean not to mention what's going on in africa and other parts of europe we can't possibly deal with those issues there's there's very little we're going to have left to deal with that. And then of course there's the looming threat of a probable reunification of China with Taiwan. 
Now, if China gets their way, it'll be bloodless. They'll just overwhelm them and they'll capitulate. And that's all well and good for China, maybe less so for the Taiwanese. But here in these United States, which we are still united, but I don't know for how much longer. I know I'm an advocate for Texas to get its independence, but I'm also an advocate for California to go its own way. I'm an advocate for New Hampshire to go its own way, for Alaska to go its own way, for the American readout states to form their own little block. I think every state ought to rethink whether or not this union is the best thing going forward. And I think it's a fair question because we have not been led well. We've been spent into oblivion. We've been overcommitted, overstretched, and quite frankly, the two things that the United States government, the federal government, is charged to do, which is foreign trade and foreign relations, and I don't know, protecting the border from invasion, they have failed dramatically to do. Now, here in the state of Texas, we do have options. We do have a state guard. We do have a Texas state air uh, National Guard, we could do something if we had a leader willing to do so. If we had somebody that was willing to step up and say, yeah, you know, we've been waiting on the feds to do their job. We were hopeful that they might show up or they might rethink their bad decisions. But at this point, we can no longer stand by and let this go on. We have to intervene. We have to put an end to this. Now, I don't know why we're not. My understanding is Arizona is so far gone and paid off by uh, cartel money that that even the quote-unquote good Republicans have capitulated for the payola from the cartels. So I wonder what percentage of the Texas legislature, the Texas government is also under the sway of the cartels. I mean, it's a fair question, isn't it? Because they failed to do the job that they ought to do in the event that the U.S. government can't or won't do its job. And here we sit. A quarter million people came across the border in one month. That's the latest number I've heard. If it ain't right, take it up with those guys. I just don't understand. How much longer are we going to tolerate this? How much longer are we going to pretend there's nothing going on here? How much longer are we just going to accept the fate that is being put upon us. How much longer are we going to be willing to deal with the fact that we're being sold out? Now, I, I know, look, there's lots of theories out there. Some of them are, shall we say, a little woo-woo, and some of them are probably a little more uh, reality-based. Now, one of the more woo-woo ones is the Chinese are going to come here and replace us all. They're just going to ethnically cleanse all Americans. Well, okay, that's that's an interesting idea. Not sure how it's going to work out, but okay, maybe a little woo-woo for me. Uh, The other one is they're going to just keep flooding people in here and destroy the systems that keep America, America. They'll, They'll destroy the United States from within. Well, you know what? I'm pretty sure the JBS has been talking about this since at least the 1960s, and Some of the anti-communists warned about it even sooner than that, and yet here we are. We've done nothing. We've continued to turn a blind eye, and we're going to act surprised when our eventual demise comes about. Now, I'm really interested is, where are all these law and order people that, you know, 
populate the Republican Party that I'm a part of? Why are they not screaming to high heaven about shutting down the border, about controlling things? Why are they not pushing back? At what point are we going to come to the conclusion that there's nothing left? There's nobody left. It's often been said if the United States falls, there's nobody coming to our rescue. Well, my bigger concern is if Texas falls, nobody's coming to our rescue. There's no other state in the union that's capable of doing what Texas is capable of doing if only we would do it. And I'm curious, what is it going to take? I mean, when is somebody going to say enough is enough? I don't care if they're an elected official, a retired general, somebody stand up and make the call. Let's do something. Now, I know Texas is full of veterans. Some of us aren't (laughs) that old or broken down yet, but we want to protect our state. We want to protect our country. We want to protect those that are around us, those that we love, those that we care for. We're willing to accept direction by an appropriate authority. Where's that appropriate authority? I mean, if Governor Abbott would just delegate that to somebody, Adjunct General of the uh, Guard, please step up and call your posse or something to that effect. Let's do something. Now, I'm not suggesting that we need to roll out the 50 cals and, you know, put an armed uh, brigade down there, but surely something has to be done. Why are we facilitating an invasion? But that's apparently what's going on every day. Nobody does anything. Where are our people? Why are they selling us out? And just in case you're wondering, yeah, yeah, I'm new to Texas. I'm the first of my family down here. I've been here now quite 26 years. So yeah, maybe I don't get the claim to be the Texian or Tejano of Uber heritage. Don't care. I'm here by choice. I am a volunteer. Much like Davy Crockett, I came here and uh, y'all can go wherever. I'm here. I want to protect Texas. I want to do what's necessary. I don't know what's necessary, but I'm waiting for somebody to lead, somebody to give us direction, somebody to make a difference. Now, there's a whole lot of people that can poo-poo what Daniel Miller and the Texas uh, Nationalist Movement are doing, but they at least have a plan. They have steps of action, and they're calling people to say, look, we can still do something. As an independent nation, we're not going to be beholden to this crazy coming out of Washington. Yeah, we know we got issues in Austin, but if we can at least reformat how our state into a country functions, we can protect ourselves. We don't need to be dependent upon Washington. We don't need to be dependent on Massachusetts and Connecticut and New York and Illinois and Washington, Oregon and California. We don't need them. As far as protecting a border on the north, yeah, all we got to do is consider pushing out the people that come here from California. I mean, look, there are plenty of good, quote unquote, are Republican coming out of California, but their children were raised in California. Their children don't know any better. So we're offset that one R voter with uh, three soon to be D voters or better yet C as in communist voters, you know. I heard uh, on Brian McClanahan's show last week, the he brought back up the idea of a California tax, right? Or, or better yet, if Texas gains its independence, we just make everybody stay here for 10 years before they're considered a voting citizen. You have to, you have to be here 10 years as a resident, 
and be contributing to society as opposed to, well, not contributing. And then you can earn your citizenship. I mean, there's a way to get some buy-in. There's so many things we could do if we were just freed from the yoke that is put upon us by DC. And I wonder, I wonder, when are we going to do something? Now, look, there are a whole lot of things that you can do before you declare independence, whether it's nullification, whether it's interposition, whether it's just quite frankly, yeah, we're not going to do that. Could we just do something? Could we show some backbone? I mean, even the Supreme Court recognizes that individual sovereign states are individual sovereign states, but they have to act like it. So you got to ask yourself, why is it that nobody in Texas is willing to do that? Why is it nobody in Texas is willing to step up and say, yeah, we're an independent sovereign state. We're not going to play this game anymore. Mr. DC man, you can go back to DC. We are not interested in what your latest garbage is, but we don't get that. And I got to ask myself, why is that? Why is almost everything about the lowest common denominator? Why can we not get any leaders? Well, I have a theory on that. And that theory is at least in part related to the events that's gone on in the last couple of months in my own GOP. But before we go into that direction, which we will not tonight, let me just tell you that this is nothing new under the sun. This is the way things have played out all the time. Great societies, and you can argue if you want that America was never great, whatever, I'm not going to hear you. But great societies crumble from within. Whether you subscribe to the notion to divide it, we fall or not, all I'm suggesting is like-minded people work together and stick together well. The whole idea of a national divorce is trying to salvage what's left. Instead of looking at it as a complete and utter, uh, complete and utter failure, instead of looking at it as a destruction of one thing, look at it as a creation or a salvage operation of what was left. Whether they're blue states or red states, whether it's north or south, whether it's east or west, or whether it's just pure sectionalism, what's the worst that can happen? You have a bunch of like-minded people that group together to design the laws and design the function of their geographic area to best serve their needs and to serve them. Isn't that what the underlying theory of federalism and these United States were? That each state was supposed to have quite a bit of leeway and do certain things. And the only things that were under the control of the feds were foreign entanglements and national defense. Yet, all that's been turned on its end, or on its head, excuse me. And not to, not to our benefit, certainly. There are those out there, they uh, think that we're done. They think that... The United States, even Texas, is full of a bunch of uh, dumb, slow, lazy, weak people that aren't interested in doing what's best. They're not interested in sacrificing for the greater good. They're not interested in putting aside petty differences to make a difference. They're not interested in standing up 
going shoulder to shoulder with their brothers and sisters to do what's right. You know what the sad thing is? They may have a point. I'm still waiting for an opportunity to disprove them. I'm still waiting for enough people to show up and give me confidence that there is a way forward. Now look, Texas may never happen. The United States might stumble through this and make it through to the other side and we survive for another few decades. I'm okay with that, quite frankly. But honestly, the continued downward spiral of our economic situation, of our skyrocketing debt, of our just malaise has to be dealt with. We have to come up with solutions. We have to find something other than what we've doing that w- other than what we've been continually doing, which is clearly not fixing the problem. And in case you can't tell, a couple of marathon days are starting to catch up to me. So I apologize again, quickly wrapping this up. I am open and welcome to a discussion with anybody, whether or not Texit is a viable or a better option, but you have to come into that conversation with an open mind. I am available and open to a discussion whether or not nullification can work, whether or not interposition is you know viable in today's day and age. But you have to be willing to have that discussion and look for opportunities to utilize it. But the one thing, the one thing that I'm not open to a discussion with is we the people we are the seat of authority. We are the authorization of how government works. We are the sovereigns. We have a right to be heard. We have a right to get to speak on the issues. And if the state legislature isn't going to do the job, if they're going to continue to ignore our calls for just a vote, a vote that would measure the interest. Hey, you know what? And if they win, say say there's only 15% of the state of Texas that's actually interested. Okay, then we at least know what we got to do. But I think what they're really afraid of is it might be 47% or it might be 57% or God forbid it's 63% of the people. They're just done. They want out. They want to be independent once again. And I've heard Daniel Miller say on more than one occasion, the biggest question you have to ask yourself, knowing what you know now, would you, cho- would you choose to join these United States? Would, if you were a sovereign, independent state, a nation state for that matter, would you choose to join these United States? When you phrase it that way, when you, when you turn the question on its head, well, there's only one obvious answer, in my opinion. So, ladies and gentlemen, as we wrap it up for tonight, let me remind you, we will be back. We're going to get back in the saddle and start making the best of this that we can. Don't forget about the Texas conference coming up on the uh, 9th of November. And until then, I will see you on the other side. Canceled by the big tech mafia, but inadvertently profiting from owning their stocks in a mutual fund or ETF? At Two Pillars, they believe that censorship is a form of violence. 
and a business practice that does not promote human flourishing. In many cases, through their investigative screening process, they can help you divest from companies that are denying your God-given inalienable right to speak freely. Hey, patriots, Two Pillars believes it's time for conservatives to align their values and investments. Two Pillars is your place for impact investing in the parallel economy. Find out what's in your investment portfolio with a complimentary portfolio review. Contact them today to learn more. Call toll-free at 833-377-0051 or send an email to info at twopillarsam.com. That's info at T-W-O-pillarsam.com. Get started today. Advisory services are offered through Jacob and Boaz Asset Management, LLC, doing business as Two Pillars Asset Management or Two Pillars. A registered investment advisor in the states of Texas and California. Two Pillars is not endorsed by any government agency and is not engaged in the practice of law or tax advice.